0: Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at IBM.com slash assistant. IBM, let's create. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweetin from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that tallies the gains and losses of everyday history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at the origin of the cash register, a now familiar device meant to safeguard a store's cash supply. Not against armed robbers or shifty customers, but from dishonest employees. The day was November 4th, 1879. The Riddy Brothers of Dayton, Ohio, received the patent for the first mechanical cash register. The idea for the device and its initial design were the work of James Riddy a saloon keeper who needed a way to stop shady bartenders from stealing his profits. His brother, John Riddy, helped refine the register's design and then built the working prototype. The riddys never made much money off what they called the incorruptible cashier, but their invention, further refined, eventually changed the world of retail, making transactions faster and safer for employees and customers alike. Not much is widely known about the Riddy brothers prior to their breakthrough invention. We know John Riddy was born in Dayton, Ohio in 1834, and that his brother James was born there two years later. We also know that James briefly studied medicine, but set aside his education to serve in the Union Army during the Civil War. When the fighting was over, James returned to Dayton and opened his first bar. He took a classy approach to the profession, promoting himself as a, quote, dealer in pure whiskeys, fine wines, and cigars. Unfortunately, some of his employees were less cultured than the spirits they were serving up. James noticed that the finances of his saloon never quite squared. The amount of business they were doing just didn't match the meager profits they were taking in. That's when James realized some of his employees had been stealing from the till. But sadly, there wasn't much he could do about it. He couldn't watch their every move, so keeping track of all the sales made and all the money brought in was next to impossible, a fact that his bartenders exploited to no end. Rampant employee theft was actually a common problem at the time. Historically, most American businesses had been quite small and had never needed much of a workforce. Many were family-owned operations, so if an owner needed extra help, they'd just bring in their relatives. After the Civil War, though, many American cities grew rapidly, and business owners had to start hiring outside employees to help meet the increased demand. Without a vested family interest in the business, many of these new clerks and bartenders had no problem pocketing part of the money they handled. And as James Riddy learned all too well, business owners had no real way to stop them. The stress from that revelation gnawed at James Riddy. So much so that in 1878, his wife convinced him to take a vacation for the good of his health. The couple booked a steamboat trip to Europe, and it was during their Atlantic crossing that inspiration struck. On a tour of the engine room, James saw a machine that counted the rotations of the ship's propeller. He immediately began to wonder if a similar mechanism could be used to track the number of sails made at his saloon. Once he returned to the U.S., James got in touch with his brother John, a skilled mechanic, and they set to work designing the machine of James' dreams. The first two prototypes were less than inspiring, but their third design proved a winner. It didn't look much like cash registers as we know them now, but the device did perform a similar function by recording the number of sales and the dollar amount of each one. This was achieved through a row of keys on the front of the machine, that allowed the operator to input amounts from $0.05 to $0.95, counting by fives, and from $1 to $9. Once the amount of money had been entered, the machine's large, clock-like face would display the current cash tally for all to see, and a mechanism inside the machine would record the total sales. The machine was far better than nothing, but it still had some major drawbacks. For one thing, the Riddy's cash register didn't record information automatically, like the device James encountered on the Steamboat. Instead, the person taking the money had to manually input each sale. If they failed to record a transaction, either accidentally or on purpose, then the whole count would be off, and money could just as easily go missing as before. That flaw was exacerbated by the register's lack of a cash drawer. Instead of inserting money directly into the device, Clerks still had to place it in a separate till, the same one that had been so easy to steal from in the first place. Despite these disadvantages, the Riddy's invention still had clear merit. They filed for a patent in 1879 and received it later that year, on November 4th. Four years later, the brothers started the National Manufacturing Company to build and market the first commercial model, Marketed as Riddy's incorruptible cashier, the device featured a few improvements over the patent's design. These included a roll of paper tape to record sales, pop-up numbers to indicate amounts of money, and a bell to provide the now-familiar sound we associate with making a sale. Employees were almost universally against the idea of cash registers. Unscrupulous clerks didn't like leaving a paper trail that could potentially get them caught and honest clerks didn't appreciate the implication that they were all would-be thieves. Unfortunately for the Riddy brothers, most business owners weren't keen on cash registers either. They preferred being nickel-and-dimed by their employees rather than paying up front for a costly machine. After a couple years of dismal sales, the Riddy's decided to cut their losses and return to the bar business full-time. In 1884, they sold their patent rights and their company to a group of Ohio investors led by John H. Patterson. It turned out to be an incredibly wise investment. That same year, Patterson founded the National Cash Register Company, which eventually became the world's leading manufacturer of the device. The company's still around today and is now known as NCR Corporation. These days, it specializes in software and technological services, but it still manufactures cash registers as well or at least the modern equivalent, self-service kiosks, point-of-sale terminals, and the like. It's hard not to feel like the Riddies missed their chance to cash in on a revolutionary idea. Maybe it never would have worked out for them anyway, and they were right to get out when they did. Or maybe they gave up on their invention too quickly. In either case, their work left an indelible mark on commerce, whether most people know it or not. (laughs) I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can send your feedback directly to me by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. NFLshop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane.